Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we said, doing. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beans on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. Right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. And it's your girl, Dice Gamble, checking in, y'all. What's going on? Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. What do we have one for you once again? Once again today. It's Thursday. Thirsting for the Thirsting Lord. for the Lord Thursday. Thursday. Thirsting <laughs> for the Lord Thursday. Thirsting. Okay. <laughs> as, as we tiptoed into our thirsting for the right, Lord Thursday, okay? <laughs> Just rolling it all together. <laughs> uh, Roll it together. Mm-hmm. No, we are excited today. Uh, thank you uh, for waking up with us again one more again. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And listen, wake up, have you some prayer time with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I promise you, uh, it'll start your day off right. I yeah. promise you, you have to wake up and talk to him. You do. Um, continue to trust in him. Continue to let him order your steps each and every day. Listen, you're picking that cross up today and you're about to go out into the world today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but go be great today, kings and queens. Uh, love on your neighbor. Love on your coworkers. Even the ones that's mean to you. Buy them some lunch today. Mm. Show them the love of Christ. You know, And that's the sacrifice. See, I know y'all, y'all, y'all be, y'all be, they be chewing me out. That's like, I ain't buying her. You don't know how she talked to me. No, no, no. That's the sacrifice. And that's when you know it's God because you're right. You ain't thinking about buying it, but God wants you to show that love. Mm. And you never know where where it might go. Yes, he does. 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 No, no, no. No, no. Dice, don't do that. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so listen, Holy Spirit speaking, flesh speaking. You okay. just got, you just, you just had an example of what it looked like. Holy Spirit speaking, yeah. flesh speaking. Should I buy it? Nah. Should I? Yeah, yeah, you should. God said it. You know, it's funny. I, I'm going to share this. Um, I was, where was I at? I don't know where I was at. I was somewhere. I promise you. I was, where was I at? I'm trying to think. What's that? Was we at the mall or something? I forget where we were at. We were somewhere, mm. and um, and it wasn't here. Um, I want to say it was the it, no, it wasn't Atlanta. It was in Detroit. I don't even know where it was at. But, but the, the 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 big picture was God was telling me to do something. He was telling me to sow into this young man, and in my mind, like like you said, no God, you really because because in my mind I'm thinking <laughs> like. Well, and, and you know, because his brother didn't have a coat. So what it was was this brother didn't have a coat. God, mm-hmm. God was clearly telling me, sew your coat in him. Now, this is one of them days, Dice, when I had that real coat on. You know what I'm saying? Pray for me. <laughs> <I was gonna> <laughs> say, 
yeah, yeah, you know, it, it wasn't a hoodie. It was mm. one of them nice, uh, you know, one. Of, I ain't gonna say what it is because I don't want to be, you know, put it out there like. But it, the, the, the coat cost uh, five hundred dollars. I'm be okay. very clear. It was a five hundred dollar coat. Mercy. I say, God, are you you really telling me to give it this man? Mm. I promise you, the whole time I'm running to this guy three times, and I clearly heard the Lord say, mm. "You better sew that coat into him. He needs mm. more than you." Mm-mm-mm. And when I say uh, wiping the tears out of my eyes, <laughs> give him the coat. Now, I didn't cry, but I did bless him with it. And he was forever grateful. And mm. it's funny because I ran back into him mm-hmm. almost two years later. Wow. That man, that man still had that coat. Wow. As he should. The coat costs five hundred dollars. <laughs> right. No, no, but but need you to hold on to that coat. You know, you never know. And 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 uh, I, the the man was the man was down on his luck right then. Okay. okay. I, I don't I, I don't like to say the other stuff that people try to call people. The man was down on, his, on luck. his luck. Okay. He was he needed to get back on his feet. Okay. The man didn't even have a coat. It was wow. the middle of November. It's cold outside. Oh, brother, it's cold. I'm, I'm walking around with multiple coats. Absolutely. That that was a sacrifice, me giving that coat. But it wasn't like I can go back to my closet and mm-hmm. I didn't have five or six other coats mm-hmm. that I could still put on, be warm, still look nice in. And mm-hmm. it wasn't hurting me compared to that man didn't have a coat at all. So I say that to say, listen, uh, uh, God will whoop you, too. Because when he give you them revelations and then you keep uh, uh, tiptoeing by and you, yeah. you act like you ain't going to submit. Oh, okay. Don't don't give that up. Don't 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 sow that little lunch into him. Don't give mm. him that little gas money. Okay, mm. okay. Don't help her with this or don't help him with that. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I, I promise you, it, it's gonna come back full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does. It does. I mean, trust me. Whatever God gave you, He'll give you back tenfold. So uh, we got to know that He's He's our provider. He is the source. You know, and whatever else we have, our jobs and things like that, it's just a resource. So. God will bless you, you know. Blessed are those who give, okay, okay. I, I don't know about that food situation. <laughs> you better get that rack of ribs up. You better get that rack of ribs up. Well, they can have the ribs. You don't eat ribs. They can have all those ribs. But it's funny that you said ribs because I got a story to tell you about ribs later on. I owe somebody some ribs. I made a bet that I couldn't, you know. I, I lost it. I lost the bet. But um, anywho, <laughs> anywho, that is hilarious. But yeah, what I wanted to say is today's show, though. Real talk topic. What we got? Don't want to miss it. If we're talking about impressions, what impression are you making on people? What impression are you making on your community? Obviously, focus is out here making good impressions on people, passing out coats and ribs and stuff. But um, no, how do you show up in the room for Jesus? How are you showing up in your family, representing, uh, you know, your faith? Like, just how are you showing up? Period. Um, you know, what 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 are you leaving in the room? How are you leaving that space? We're talking about that today. So take some good notes because it's going to be a good one. Really, really good. Absolutely. And yeah. on our spiritual detox, we got our brother from California. Stop playing, Young C. Um, he's a versatile rhyme spitter. Let's be very clear. He got a new project out right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you definitely want to tap in for that exclusive. Uh, the man has a very powerful uh, testimony. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be off the hook. So, listen, go ahead and tweet somebody now. Tell them, yep, they back. Oh, my goodness. Thirsty Thursday. Mm-hmm. The fix is on. You already know what our mission statement is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that mm-hmm. keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. So let's get into it. Uh, yep, we got new Porsche Love on the way, uh, featuring Big Breeze. Uh, yep, we got new Pastor Mike Jr. on the way. Uh, but right now, new Wande. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix. And the fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Series XM, Channel 154. And it's time for our spiritual detox. 
Uh, we love this opportunity. We get a chance to sit down with movers and shakers, man, artists, athletes, entertainers, producers, entrepreneurs, any and everybody. They get a chance to come over here and not only share their faith journey with the people, but everything dope they got come, uh, that they're doing and that they are part of. And listen, I've been waiting on this one. I'll be honest with you. Um, I, 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 I hate to say it, but I'm always a champion uh, the, the slept on in CHH. And I, and I feel like this uh, young man has been slept on for a while. Uh, I don't, I, you know, his name doesn't come up, you know. So when you, when when everybody says, "Oh, okay, I'm checking for such and such," I'm checking. So I don't hear his name come up enough. And I'm being very honest; he is very lyrically versatile. Like I've been trying to figure out his style for a minute. Is he East Coast? Is he West Coast? Is he this? Is he that? And every time I thought I figured him out, he come out with either another track or another freestyle to let you know he can, he can do it all. So listen, I'm excited to have a conversation with him today. We talk about everything dope he's got going on. Uh, he's from California. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we we uh, shouting out the West Coast right now. Help us welcome in my brother, Young C. What's going on, bro? Yo, appreciate you having me, brother. It's been a long time coming. It's way overdue. Way yeah, well, overdue. We've, we've been trying to make this happen for some time now, and it, it's time now. Yeah, absolutely. We're just busy, you know, when you, when you, when you, you know, when God calls you to something, you know, you're just busy. So I appreciate your time, appreciate the opportunity. And we got a lot to talk about a little bit of time. So, first, you know, um, you know, give us the backstory of the, how you develop your own personal relationship with Christ. Um, so, uh, I was raised in church. Uh, my grandma always had, I was one of those kids where I was dragged to church all the time. Um, but I wasn't getting anything from it at that age. So it wasn't till uh, after I had graduated after high school, when I started finding out uh, who God was for myself, I started seeking that relationship. Um, my boy had happened to take me to, happened to take me to the church that I go to now, um, ALFC Abundant Living. It's in Rancho Cucamonga. And um, it's a mega church. So, you you know, the backstory about mega churches, just a lot going on in mega churches. But um, I was the moment I stepped in there and I heard the pastor preaching, I was just fed. And it was like, oh, wait, wait, what, what is this? I never heard it like this. You know, I never heard the word put like this. So um, I became interested in um, hearing what the word was like in a relate in a way that was relatable to me. You know, it, it, um, so. After that, I just stayed in the church consistently, even though I was I had my moments where I was still, you know, here and there. But I kept going because it was just like God is here. I can feel his presence. So just continually building in church community, watching my leaders move. And it was just like, wow, like if God can do this for them, he can do the same thing for me. So it was just it was. Yeah. No, that's good. And I, and I appreciate you sharing that, you know, even going through um, the transformation process and you building and learning and growing in your word, uh, you yeah. still sacrifice and you still you still you stay stay fast in it because I see a lot of people come and start to grow some somewhat of a relationship. But they, you know, backtrack or backslide a little bit and go back to what they were doing. So I want to salute right. you for that. So, you know, even it, uh, we talk about it all the time here on just accountability. Talk a little bit just about your personal um, your personal relationship, not only with understanding God, but also understanding relationship between uh, maybe uh, some of the bros that was discipling you or building you up or teaching you how to read the word. Talk about accountability versus judgment and what that looks like for you. 
that was that was scary. In the beginning, it was scary because when you're first learning this, you don't know what or I didn't know what accountability was. I just felt like when somebody was telling me I was doing something wrong, it was just like, oh, you don't even know me like that to tell me I'm doing something wrong. But at the at the same time, um, when you when you sit there and break bread with your brothers and really understand what it is that they're trying to do to you, I look back before I was in church or anything I was doing when I was growing up and it was just like, I wish I had that big brother to tell me this. You know, I wish I had that person around. Or even now when I see young brothers, I have talks with them and I'm like, what I'm telling you, I wish I had somebody tell me the way I'm telling you, you know, because it would have saved me so many misses, you know, so many times I failed because I didn't have anybody there just to tell me no, because even when they were telling me no, I was just looking at it like, who are you to tell me no? I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm a grown man type stuff. I had that attitude about me. But once I start just really letting go and just really listening and really taking that in and how it was helping me, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is good. You know, so it's just like you really got to be. You got to get out of your get out of your own way. That's what I say about it. Like, you really got to get out of your own way, because there's so many times where you are in your own way so much you miss somebody else's path that they took where they learned these same lessons and it's just like no you don't have to go that way you didn't have to do it like that way do it that way because I did it that way and this is what happened to me I'm trying to save you the time so it's just like listen to somebody's testimony listen to somebody's story because it can save yours yeah that's real that's 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 100% real so you know for those who may not know you um, talk about your musical journey. Like, did you start off uh, first doing like mainstream music and switch over to Christian hip hop, or you know, talk fill us in on that? So, um, back in high school, so this is I'm a I'm, I mean, I'm young C, but I'm an old head. Um, so back in I'm not going I'm not going to date myself, so I ain't going to throw no years out. But when I was in high school, I started rapping. Um, so around my junior year, I finally started taking it serious. And I was like, maybe we could do something with this. So I started, I bought my own equipment, started really taking it serious, um, started recording actual songs, started finding producers. Um, and then I was like, okay, I see it moving. So this is this is around the time, this is like when, hmm, 2010-ish, 11-ish, right? While I was starting to take this serious. So from 2010 to 16, I was doing secular music. Um, Then that's when I was back and forth. Like I said in the beginning, I was back and forth in the church doing, you know, what I shouldn't have been doing. Um, But this, this is when I really heard God speak to me because I had got an offer from Interscope. Interscope offered me a deal. And it was something about the deal that just wasn't giving me a piece. And I'm like, what is this? Like, this is what 2010 to 2016 was about. Like, we, we talked about getting the deal, talked about being signed, talked about being famous, having his money, doing what we wanted to do. And then it was just like, we had the opportunity to do it. And I just heard this voice saying, no. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Is this just me? Is it not a right situation? Is this God? And I turned the deal down. And after turning the deal down, 
this is when I really submitted to God. And I was just like, I don't even, I, because of that, I don't know what that is. I don't even want to touch music anymore. I don't, I don't want to, like, I, I just want to hear correctly. So between 2016 to 2000, like early 2017, I was eating my word. I was in there day and night, fasting, praying, fellowship and doing everything just to get closer to God, you know? So in that time, I heard God say, I want you to rap, What you mm. going to rap for me. Mm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm battling with him though, because I'm like, nah, that I'm already, you pulled me out of that for a reason. And he was like, yeah, I pulled you out of it so I could show you something, show you what I'm about to do. So then I start rapping again um, in 2017, and that's when I put out my first Christian hip hop album. But it, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. It was a struggle. Because you was because you had made you had made a good buzz uh, for yourself uh, on the mainstream side, like you say, to even work to get to that deal, and you yeah. get to that deal, and 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 you your relationship wasn't as good as it is now, far as for really hearing from God. But you heard that and you submitted to it, so that's powerful right there. Right, right. Because I, I felt like my relationship at that time was, I was getting to, just like you said, when we, you're getting discipled and you got brothers around you, I was looking at them and basing my relationship with God off what they were doing and how they were talking to me. I had never taken the time to just press pause and really sit with God and hear what he was saying to me. I was hearing from my pastor, you know, and that's, that's great and everything, but until you right. make that time to sit with God for yourself, you really won't know what he's saying to you. You know, so it was just like, it was one of those moments where I really had to be like, it's just me and God right now. What's up, God? What are you, what are you talking about? What are you about? Show me. And he did that. You know, that's, we, we, we talk about that all the time on the show about uh, building the own your own personal relationship with God for yourself. And right. you're right. You have to put the work in. You have to start studying. You have to start fasting. You have to start praying, and, and re- so you can really hear from them. So that's that's big. And um, yeah. do you think that's missing? Let, let, so let, let, I, I can have these conversations with you. I can sell. Do you think that's missing in CHH? Uh, I know you've been around long enough now. You, I know you've done collaboration with artists, and you know sometimes you might go to a show or be a part of something, and you see something that you didn't think you was gonna see. Yeah. <laughs> but do yeah. you think that it's missing sometimes over here in the CHH lane with uh, some of the artists having an authentic relationship with God? You can see it, you know. You know, a person by their fruits. So it's, it's like you can, you can see it there. So, um, but that's our job, you know. The people that that can see that to jump in, you know, like with we we can't just let them fall to the wayside we got to jump in with them and and try to really work this thing out and it's, the thing about chh it's a community it's not now it, it seems like it's just a music thing but it's, it's really not like this is why i only work with a select group of artists because it's like i got i want to really know you you know i'd rather build with you outside of the music before we get to the music that's good. you know because because it's just like we're doing this for his glory. If we're not doing this for the right reason, then you know, light and dark don't have no fellowship with each other. So it's just like we gotta we gotta be on the same page and you know, or at least going the same way, trying to. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I definitely agree it should be ministry driven first. 
And right. then, you know, absolutely, if you work to, you know, if God tell you to do it full time, you're able to make a living off of that's cool, too. But it's still it should be ministry driven first. Uh, it, it's <laughs> it's funny because when I first started uh, DJing on this side, I, I've been DJing all my life. Um, I, I'm OK with saying that I got about 20 years of DJing. But when I started, when I switched over to uh, change my life over, also started playing Christian hip hop. The first thing I was getting as I was introducing different artists to, you know, some of my dudes I came up with and, and, and barbershops and everything is, oh, these guys are all right, but they they only doing this because they couldn't make it on the mainstream. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, wow, just to say a yeah. statement like that. But then uh, to your point, I started doing shows. I started hosting events, DJing events. And, and backstage, I started having conversations. And like you say, right. spirit recognized spirit. And I'm like. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, maybe you shouldn't be in a season of where you're pushing your artistry right now until you get this in order. And that's OK, because and we all fall short. Don't get it wrong. I'm, I'm not perfect uh, by no far fetch and all. But I do have enough to where I can say, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good at this. I'm good at that. I'm good at that. If, if, I, if I need some accountability and I'm working on something, I'm going to make sure I work on it a little bit harder because I know I'm out in front of everybody. Uh, and there's right. accountability that comes with that when you're still leading people, whether we want to or not, we're still leading people because we're DJs, exactly. we're artists. People see us, people listen to our shows, listen to our music every day. So mm -hmm. you automatically become some form of a leader, whether you want to be or not. So you have to understand yeah. that. So that's right. real. Listen, uh, DJ Focus, man, you tapped into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. We got to go to a quick break. We're coming back with more Young C. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. You know the fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Yep, DJ Focus. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154. Listen, we're still having a great conversation with my bro, Young C. So let's talk about it, man. Let's have some fun with this music. First off, man, um, you know, I know you're from the West Coast. I, I want to know some of your, because this is, I definitely want to know, tell us some of your musical inspirations growing up who kind of inspired you to even do rap. Because I, I hear different styles from you, man. I, I, I've been trying to figure you out, but you, you're you not really West Coast. You're not really East Coast. So just tell me, who, who influenced you to even start rapping in the first place? Um, It's, a, it's, it's always a crazy question to answer because it's like I listen to everything. Um, yes. I, was a, I was a big Stevie fan. You know, like that had nothing to do with rap. But it was just like how it impact hip hop. It's just like Stevie was that guy for me. Um. I listened when I was listening to rap. Um, I was listening to a lot of uh, Timberland and Magoo. Like wow. that's what, yeah, a lot okay. of Timberland and Magoo. Um, then I got into when Diddy had his run. I was listening to a lot of you know a Bad Boy in the Family. Um, and then of course I got into Jay, got into Kanye, and then that's when so you you hear a lot of sampling in my music. Um, my producer yes. Jackson, he's just like. If Kanye wasn't Kanye, it would be him. So um, we incorporated that style. And I was just like, I know that's an East Coast sound, but I'm from the West. But I just, sampling to me speaks to people in a way that I can't talk to them. You know, you hear a sample hit and it's just like, it take you somewhere else. And then when you can ride a sample correctly, it's just like, you know, perfect match. So um, it's a little bit of everything. Like, even now, it's still the same thing. Like, I don't, I, I try to. Just listening to music, just sounds, bro. Like I love sounds. So, so, 
no, I agree. And, and I even though this, I hear the samples in a lot of your songs, when your when your bars come off, <laughs> they're not East Coast. Like, <laughs> so that's that's you know that's that that just shows how good of an artist you are. So what? How would you how would you best describe your music? Like what 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 when you tell somebody listen to my music? What? How could you best describe your music? Um, you gonna have it's a conversation. A lot of my music have it doesn't have hooks. I was I'm one of those artists even still now it's it's a struggle for me to come up create hooks, you know. So, um, which I'm getting better at because now I'm focusing on that area more. But I was like one of those rappers that was just like I'm just I'm a rap, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't even know what 16s and and 24s and 32s was. I was just like let me rap. I just want to talk. But this is because I was the quiet kid. You know, I, I really had everything stored in me and but didn't know how to say it. So now uh, when I first got into music, it was like, give me a beat. And just I was just talking. That's what it was. So it's just like me. Just, it's just me talking. Same thing. Like if you if you're with me or have a conversation with me, it will sound just the same as it sounds when the music is on, because it's just me talking. Yeah, that's real. And, and, I, and I hear it a lot. I, I even hear like uh, it's almost like you talking, you having conversations with God sometimes in some of right. your bars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I hear that a lot. So 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 I got to ask you this. <laughs> Give me two artists that you would uh, take to form a group, dead or alive, any genre of music. What two artists would you pick to be in your group? I'm in the group. You the head MC. It's your group. Oh, it's my group. It's oh, your group. Man. Um, that's, that's a question. Um, I'm gonna go. I gotta go with Ty Trivia. Gotta go with Ty. Um, why you picking Ty? Like I said, I'm a sound guy. The way that he hears things is just man, it's different. Ty is different. Um, he is different. So I he's, high, go with, he's high energy too. So I can see that yeah. y'all y'all yeah. doing some good music together. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Ty, and I'm a. This is tough. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with AI. Um, the anomaly. Yeah, I'm gonna go with oh. AI. Oh my goodness, that's gonna be solid. Yeah. So you went high I, energy with Ty Trivet, who's gonna go everywhere, trappity gospel, and mm-hmm. then you went super bar spitter with AI, like classic '90s hip hop AI. The anomaly. Come on now, yeah. that's fire. That's fire. Yeah, that's gonna be different. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely going to be different, man. Talk about your creative process. When you go in the studio to make a song and make a track, um, I know you talked about your producer uh, using a lot of samples, but are you one that needs to hear the beat first, or do you have a bunch of conversations already written down, and then you go and listen to the beat afterwards? So, it's difficult. Um, I'm not the rapper that that can... So, you see my setup is with me. Um, Yeah. I have to stay in this setup, right? Because I'm not good at, well, anymore at least, writing music. I gotta, I gotta just like off the topic. So it gotta be with me at all times. Or it's like, I, and that that means I, I gotta the beat is played. I gotta go in right there. I'm gonna forget everything. So it's just mm-hmm. like I don't, I can't. I don't want to say can't. I don't want to say can't because I can still do it when I need to do it, but I don't. I uh. If you send me a beat, or if I'm in somebody's studio and they're playing a beat, I got to do it right there. Uh, if it's for me, I got to do it right there. It's not one of those things where it's just like somebody plays a beat and then I got to start writing. No, like I can't, I can't write to it and I, it got to happen now. Because I feel like God is 
as soon as I hear it, I hear what God is saying to speak about. You know, so it's just like, I got to move. I don't want to lose nothing. And then once I do lose it, it's hard for me to get back to it. So it's just like, I got so many scrap records because of those moments like that, where it's just like, if I don't go, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. So it's like, I got to go. So it it happens. I'll be be asking for for forgiveness a lot because I'll be around people. And I, like I said, with sound, I'll be at... For instance, I was at a movie theater before, and I'm just like in the middle of the movie, I heard a sound, and I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. So I had to get up and then just go because it was, I had to capitalize on what I heard and what God was doing in that moment. So I had to go straight to the studio, and even in that time where I was headed to the studio, it was like I had to keep, I keep, had to keep repeating what I was, what I heard, or I was gonna lose it by the time I got to the studio. So it's just like, yeah, man, it's it's a tough process, but I love it. I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Do you do a lot of voice memos then? Do you do the, the voice recordings? Because I've heard artists do that before too as well. Not to lose their creative juice. They just, you know, do the voice on their phone real quick and keep it there. Do you do that a lot? I, I have. It's not the same though. It's okay. not the same. Because like I said, if I, if I can save it, but then I lose that moment. Gotcha. You know, so then I have to, you know, try to find it again. And this, this is hard trying to, especially with me saying like at any moment, a sound can make me want to go work. It's just like, voice memos really don't be working like that for me i have done it though but it's just it's tough i got you so come on talk about it what, what, what we got coming up what, what what new music uh singles what what we got coming up uh, this is for the wait too um um man i've been working on this project for a good two two and a half years i want to say wow good two and a half yeah uh, and even in that time, I, I let some other projects off, but this one specifically was like it was a two-year process for me because, um, again, like I said, I was I was trying to become, for one, I was trying to get closer to God to help him, you know, help help me go deeper, you know, like I, don't, I he's the one that's talking, you know, I don't want to just ever rely on my what I know in my own voice, so it's just like I had to go deeper with him to get some of the stuff that he has let me say on this album. Um, and then two, I was trying to challenge myself. Like I said, I had a, I have an area where I struggle with hooks, you know, and just song making. Um, so I was like, look, let's see what we could do. So I, you know, like we said, with the samples, I, I'm really heavy on using samples. So I was trying to go away from that area also. So just even new producers, just a new sound, but still same message, same me, um, Man, I can't wait to drop it. I'm excited about it. What's the inspiration behind it? Like for somebody who's never heard any of your projects, when they listen to this this project right here, what will they get out of it? This one's personal. This one is me. This one. Mm. This one is like. This one is just me against me right here. Mm. So it's just like if, if you you want to know who I am, this is the project to listen to. Mm, that's good. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the best advice you've been given since you've uh, been doing this? I know you've been around for a while, and even if it was you know from the mainstream side, what's the best advice that that really helps you to propel and like move forth in in a good way with your artistry? You can't do it by yourself. That's that's the that, and I say that because still to this day, that's one of my strongest struggles. Um. Even with this project, like I was trying to get this project done on the strength of my own knowledge and and just like 
I had all these, I'm not working with nobody new and I'm going to keep my same circle and all these things. And it was just like, no, you need help. You know, and, and that's, and that's, you know, that's, that's to me, that's biblical. Like you need that community around you to grow. You can't just keep it the same. Like it's not supposed to, it's not set up to be that way. So it's just like, you, you need, you need help. You need people around you. You need somebody who, you need people that's going to tell you that's not it. Cause you'll sit there and think everything you do is good if it's up to you, you know, but it's, it's somebody got to be there to be like, nah, go deeper. So I think the best I've received is just like, you need us. What's that one song? What's that one song? Um, if you could only give one song to somebody, um, that really represents who you are or what you want to be. Uh, given to the people, what's that one song you would you would give and say? Listen, listen to this song right here. This gonna bless your life. From me, yes, sir. God's image. Mm. Yeah, God's image. Break, because break. that that. Go ahead. Go ahead. That that record was that was a personal record because I was struggling struggling with a lot of insecurities, and it was just like that's a day to day thing. Anybody I talk to has had that struggle in some type of way. Um. But that song, and same thing, I've heard so many testimonies of how that has brought somebody or someone out of a situation just by listening to that. And it's just like, that's the one that, that one, that don't get old. That won't get old. Mm, that one don't get old. Yeah. If you could change anything uh, in CHH, what would it be? Business side, music side, doesn't matter. If you could change one thing, what would it be? How we love on each other. Mm-hmm. Gotta be that's, that's 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 the thing for me. It's, uh, like I see the space is like who's hot right now, and, and you know at some moments what what I've seen it's just like who's hot right now. Let's go that way, and it's just like nah, that's not how God does us. You know, like it don't matter if we got the top record or not. Like we still get loved on. God is still there. He's still blessing us. Whatever the way it looks like, it's it's just like. We, we can't just all gravitate to the hot spot. Right. No. Do you think it's a lack of unity at times uh, in this space, in this little small sub Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Okay. You know, I'm, I haven't always been the best at that because, like I said, like I can get in, I can get caught up in, it's easy to look at who is doing something and be like, why, why wasn't that me? You know, and then you start questioning everything. So it's just like, nah, my job is to support that brother because there's certain people, there's certain people that person could reach that I can't. But if we're still giving, we're still pointing to God and giving him the glory, he's doing his job. Support that man. So I think that when somebody, a lot of times when somebody is doing well, we get caught up in like, Oh, I gotta go do what he did. Oh, I gotta go get him. Especially when we're talking about music. Oh, I gotta go get this record because this is gonna be a big record. And it's like, why are we even thinking that way? We don't need the record. You know, like, nah. We just gotta be open for God to do what he's gonna do. That's good. That's good. Listen, I appreciate you kicking it with us this morning, Young C, man. Uh, tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, and introduce one of your latest singles. Social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, whatever you got, at Young C, though, Y-O-U-N-G-C-T-H-O. Um, 
This is for the way too. And we're going to go into Guard the Body. This is exclusive. Y'all getting it first. Nobody has heard this. Nobody has got this. So we're going to do it here first. Listen, appreciate that. Listen, keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. You know the fix is in. Holy Culture, Holy Culture Radio. Healing, hope, and how to's. Yep, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Series XM Channel 154. Time for our real talk conversation. And uh, Minister Dice, come on and take us to church. What are we talking no, about today, no. Mr. Dice? We don't go to church, but we're just going to go to basic uh, things you don't think about. And uh, that's what type of impression are you leaving on people? Boom. That's it. I know. Because you never think about it. Nobody thinks about mm. it. You just go do you all day. I'm just showing up. I got to go to work. I got to go to church. I got to go pick up my kid. I got to I'm going to the grocery store. Like, you just do what you do. But for who we are and who we're called to be, you know, and that's as spiritual as I'm going to get And with this, uh, our impression that we leave upon people, that's our responsibility. And oftentimes mm. we, we played a victim to that one. Well, if I rushed in and didn't speak to you, you should have just known because I was running late, blah, 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 whoop, whoop. And it's like, okay. <clears throat> but your impression that you leave on people matters because it can change how they feel about you the next time they see you or or how it affects them coming to your business to shop or not. So I just wanted to talk, run through this today. Like the impression that you leave up on people could determine your destiny. I know for me, and I'll use myself as an, an experience, there is no state in America that I can't go to that somebody does not know me. Mm. I've been able to travel from Europe and abroad, not based off of who I know, but just the fact they heard of me and they trusted somebody else's opinion of me. I just show up at their house. They give me the code. They give me the keys to the car. Hey, this is how you get in. The key's under the mat. Why? It's the impressions I've had on people. Being intentional matters. And I wanted to start there. Like A lot of times, and it's so funny because I use this as... <laughs> I, some, everybody loved Reggie Miller. I love Reggie Miller too. But my first impression of meeting Reggie Miller wasn't a good one. I mm. know. Painful, right? So my cousin plays ball. My, my cousin is Calvert Chaney and I happen to have backstage tickets one time in one game or whatever and VIP pass or whatnot. And it was a little kid and I was young too, but there was a little kid there waiting for a, a ball player to come through the you know tunnel. And I don't know what was going on with Reggie on that day, but my first impression of Reggie Miller was not a good one because he beelined and just shoved the little boy to the left. Like, I don't have time. Mm. Mm. And, I, and it made a huge impression on me. Like, because I was like, Ugh, I ain't saying Reggie Miller. You know what I'm saying? And I probably was like, I don't know, maybe 17 years old or something like that. <clears throat> and it took me a while as I got older. I was like, man, after watching him and following him, and we see how successful he is right now. I have a great impression of Reggie Miller now, you know, and, and that, that's, that is what it is. But I say all that to say, sometimes you don't get a second chance, as they say, to make a first impression. And why is that saying a thing? It's a thing because it matters, you know, like it matters how we treat people, you know, especially from our faith, that integrity piece is supposed to be there. You know, our thing is you love your neighbor as yourself. And all I'm saying is sometimes people don't love themselves. So it's hard for them to love somebody else. And 
I just want to talk about it today. Like, have you ever, because have you ever thought about the impressions that you made on people? You, you know what? Um, this <laughs> was taught. Um, no, no. What? <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, no. This is this is something that was taught in my house. So, my father was a stigler for you represent me and my family. Okay. So when you leave this household, you represent. Forgive me. You represent me and your mother. Mm-hmm. So we're your parents. But when you leave this household, you are Terrell. So you need to understand when you leave this household, you represent something bigger than you. Mm-hmm. And when you walk in a room, whether it be a classroom, whether it be you going to a tryout for AAU basketball or whether you're going to football practice, make sure my this is something my father always preached. You leave a lasting impression and it better be positive. He was very, very, very clear on that. He said, if I hear anything. <laughs> that does not represent what I've taught you, what you, me and your mom have instilled in you. Not respecting elders. That was something that was very big, big when you talk about yeah. impression. When you yeah. walk in a room, you address the elder. Yeah. You, you, it, it's, that's not even, it's yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. How you doing, ma'am? How you doing, sir? It, mm-hmm. it, that, that was, if we did, if we didn't even do that when we walked in the room, the looks or, or the pull to the side and get that little, you know, that little skin up under your uh, your armpit that you ain't know you had there, that your mama always seemed to get that that little that little twist on. <laughs> I wish you would walk in here and, and be disrespectful and not acknowledge that you walked in the presence of somebody and that somebody's there. So, th- yeah, I never struggled with this because I was taught this probably since I was five or six years old. Dice. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's good. You know, it's a different generation. And, and culturally, sometimes people don't yes. have that same upbringing. I mean, I can't count how many times I had to march back out of a room. <laughs> and, and the word, this was the word. Mm-hmm. Try that again. And if you from yep. uh, home Me where too. I'm from. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the, the try that again means this. you you got your one. You got your one, right? And you just did that incorrectly. So yes, I'm going to give you a minute to think. And go try what you just thought you was doing one more time. And uh yeah, that try that again meant you walk your behind right on out the room, come back. Hey, hey, yeah. Uh-huh. You gonna speak? You gonna speak. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what kind of day mm-hmm. you have had. Yeah, you, come on now. So <clears throat> I brought I, I brought this up because <laughs> my husband, he he was cracking up at me. Because he's like, man, you're just so hard on people. You're so hard on people when you first meet them. And I said, honey, from where we're from, the spirit recognizes spirit. And I'm big. Mm -hmm. I'm super big on first impressions. You could smile. You could be giving me the best eye contact. If your body language is off, like if I'm looking at you and literally feeling something, I'm like, hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't forget it. And the reason why I don't forget it, God gives gives us all this insight. You know, sometimes you pass this off. And I promise you, if you're listening to me right now, I'm sure 99% of you is like, yes, that first time I met that one person and I felt it was it, like you couldn't put your finger on it, but you just like, it's something. And then you go on about a year or two, five years in, you'd be like, that's what that thing was. Like I couldn't, I didn't know, but now I know. But, you know, God revealed it to you straight out the gate. You know, like, so we have that intuition. We have the Holy Ghost. We have that spirit, recognized spirit thing for a reason. It's a guardrail for us. And I think sometimes us not realizing people are experiencing us in the same way. You can, as they say, block your blessing because of how you show up. And so like, um, 
if you know you have a meeting, that first impression matters. Show up early. If, mm-hmm. if you're 15 minutes early, you late. That's the rule. If you're 15 minutes early, you late. You should have been there an hour before that, especially if you got a big business meeting. Give yourself time to associate with people in the building. Give yourself time to find out where you're going to sit. Give yourself time to open up all your paperwork. Give yourself time to relax, use the bathroom, get something to drink. You know, give yourself time to acclimate acclimate to the space. Give yourself time to pray and meditate and get ready. But you talking about, I got here five minutes ago. I couldn't find a parking space and that's why I'm 10 minutes late. That's not a good impression. And that might not be your true self, but that's how everybody in the room is going to experience you as you are not ready. You were not prepared. You come late. You're not trustworthy. That's how that impression comes across. And if you go, oh, well, you know, because uh, I was black and they was white, you know, they always hate on a black. No, no, no. <laughs> no, Negro. You was absolutely <laughs> late. You should right. have been early. You should have been. You knew about this meeting for months now. And now you upset that you're not getting what you need. And you try to play the victim. So I'm just saying, like, <clears throat> it's important for us to think about our the impressions we're making on other people and how we show up. And I'm just using that as a business example, but because we, you know, we always talk about faith and Christianity on here. It's important how we show up as Christians. Like, can anybody even trust you to lead them to Christ? You know, mm. like some people who have never experienced God, you are their first experience of God. You, what kind of godlike person are you? Do they want to be like you? Do they want? Do you, are you exhibiting all the benefits of Christ? Are you walking in the power of God? Like, why would they want to come to Christ? What kind of light do you shine, or do you even shine a light? So it's like, I would say Jesus is definitely the number one most impressionable person who has ever walked the earth. Period. And he always made it his point to make an impression on people first and foremost by showing up in places that he shouldn't have been or people didn't think he was going to be in mm-hmm. uh, and he usually came in in ways that people never forgot so he made an entrance so when people talk about us being extra all the time uh jesus is probably the most extra person i have ever uh thought about in my mind like how are you just rolling up on waves and you showing up in other parts of the world you know what i'm saying like you just skipping time and you showing up in places which is amazing But also, Jesus always left an impression because he always tried to help people, love people, teach people, love on people. Mm. There isn't an instance where he's not walking away, redirecting people towards God. And so that's what I'm saying. Like our impression, silent ones or the talkative ones, just how we show up directs people to God or away from God. Ain't going to be no in between. So um, I'm just saying all that to say, like, as we're out and about and as we're going places, I, I would want us to think more of the impressions we're leaving on people at the gas station, the grocery store, the bank. You know, like, how are these people about to experience me? I, yes, maybe I had a bad day. Maybe I got up on the wrong side of the bed, but I don't. The bank teller didn't. They don't deserve my my irritation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not OK. Is what I'm trying to say. It's not OK. And I think we've gotten into this world where just say say what's on your mind say the first thing on like and you said it before focus and i had a uh, deborah and uh thank god for deborah and i was she checked me one day she said the same thing dice you can think what you want to think but you can't always say what you want to say because i was mm. just popping off in a meeting one time just popping off and it, it hurt me i lost that job 
<clears throat> but all I'm saying is like, be impressionable in a positive way, in a godly way. And that's how we continue to be the light is your, your the impression you leave on other people. They're like, okay, I feel a type of way when I run across this person, you know? And obviously we all have these people in our lives who they always leave a negative impression. Right. They ain't never got nothing good to say. Never have a good experience. Nothing ever changes. It's always a problem. And they could be like a superhero, you know? They could have a great business idea, but the impression they left on us is, I don't even want to deal with you. I don't want to fool with you. Because <clears throat> you, you just always leave a bad impression on me. That might not be who you are, but that's how you rub me every single time. Because that's how you show up. So I just want to talk about our ownership of our impressions on people. And a lot of times people, they don't, we don't think about that. And I'm saying we don't think about it. I'm just throwing myself in there. I, I think about it a lot. Um, I'll think about it to the point where if I'm not in a good space, I will not hang out with people. Let me ask my husband. I will just tap out. If I can't get myself to a place where I make that environment more enjoyable, I stay away because it's not anybody else's fault that I'm not in a good space, you know, and, and I can't make them own getting me back happy. That's not their responsibility. Like as a Christian, it's not, I'm supposed to show up in all of God's glory and power and might and walk in joy and add light to that space. But if I can't get there, I just can't get there. So it's like, good. I just wanted to talk about that today. You know what I mean? Like being aware of the impression you leave on people. Like you, you need to you own that. No, no, you're right. And and I think I, I just want to touch some bases. Uh, you brought up a lot of good uh, points. I want to talk about the church and the impression that the church has is on uh, people. No, 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 no. Come on, Dice. Don't do me. Why do you always do me like that, Dice? I just, I just have, Dice, I'm just, I'm just saying something. I'm like, here we go, Pastor. Go on. Go ahead. Go on. Give him the word today. Listen, y'all going to get this work. Y'all going to no, get this work. To, no, it's good. I love it. I just was trying to be nice today because. You always talk about me going in. So we always nice, to... Dice. Dice, wait a minute. We always nice. Wait, don't do that, Dice. We nice. We always nice. No, but but seriously, um, I just want to, you know, yeah. we're talking about impressions. Yeah. Um, let's be very clear. Um, it's hard for someone who is struggling to stop sinful nature and sinful desire to even walk into the church. Let's be very clear. You, you, when, you, when, when you talk about broken people and we've all been in that place, we've all been in that place where we've been broken, mm-hmm. when we've been struggling and continue to just stay stuck in sin. So mm-hmm. when you get somebody who's finally made their mind up, listen, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to church today. I, I, I've been watching that pass on TV. I listen to him on the radio. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. He locally in my city. Yeah. I want to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe I'll take my family the first time. Maybe I don't. Right. One thing I think um, that we need to do as the body, as mm-hmm. the church, mm-hmm is to communicate with our guests effectively. Mm-hmm. So when you have that person to walk into church for the first time, this is their first experience maybe at the church. Mm-hmm. They're trying to develop and grow a, a true relationship with, with uh, God on a higher level and change. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure we love on them. Um, all of all the first touch ministry, you know, if we got parking lot guys, if we yeah. have ushers and right. stuff at the door, love on them. That's Stop good. looking them up and down because maybe a uh, sister girl got maybe got a little Mini-skirt. skirt on who, yeah, yeah, a little short maybe got some stuff out whatever come on love on her she trying to change all she know is what she know right now Mm -hmm. is that this outfit the world say this outfit is cool so this is what's in my closet this is what i wear every day so just be conscious of that you know it might be a brother walking in you know if if we have our traditional you know kojic and i'm not shooting no shots but just traditional church to Mm -hmm. think you can only show up 
literally with a, a suit on. No, no, this brother might not have a suit, but this brother came to church. Maybe he got a t-shirt on. Maybe he got a polo shirt on. Maybe he got a pair of jeans on. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The brother came for the word of God. He is walking in that door, mm-hmm. trying to get, trying to uh, witness something that will help him change, mm-hmm. motivate him to do something different. Mm-hmm. So that first touch ministry is very important. That, when you talk about first impression mm-hmm. of a church, the next thing I would argue is, come mm-hmm. on now, the follow up. Make time not only for fellowship and maybe mm-hmm. uh, re- uh, 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 building a relationship with yeah. maybe some new members, but the follow up. If a brother or sister walk down that aisle for the first time or a brother or sister come to you and you're a leader and they ask for prayer, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe maybe have a conversation with them. See what's going on. Mm-hmm. Be personal. Build a relationship so that way they might come two or three times mm-hmm. and, and finally say, hey, you know, you know. I'm struggling in this area. Maybe I don't understand how to read my Bible just yet. Are there some studying tools that that you can help me with? All that, when I talk about, when we talk about following up and making sure you stay consistent, those impressions, they will remember. They will remember sister such and such. I came in for a month straight. She didn't judge me. Every mm-hmm. time I went to her, she gave me the best advice she could give from a spiritual standpoint mm-hmm. and from a lifestyle standpoint. Y'all mm-hmm. stop acting like y'all so high and mighty. Everybody got a pass. We all done did something. Or we might be still stuck in it. How about that? How about that? Huh? God's still working on us in some form of fashion, some way. Stop turning your nose up when somebody comes to you with a struggle and a problem like, oh, I don't know. Okay. And, 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 and forgive me. Maybe you didn't go through that. Maybe you don't have that experience. But I guarantee you, you know a deacon, an elder, a ministry leader, a choir member. There's somebody in there that has that experience. Mm-hmm. And I saw you say, hey, sis. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how uh, to deal with that, but I do know somebody I want to refer you to. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, I don't know how to deal with that, but I do have somebody to refer to you. Those are lasting impressions mm-hmm. that we need to continue to allow for God to do the work. Because that's the other thing. And I'm, I'm done. Let what? God do the work. We, we we trying to change everybody. We can't change nobody. Can't change nothing. We can suggest. Mm-hmm. We can give people the resources, the tools that they mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. But God is the one who changed them. Jesus Christ is the one who's going to change them. Yeah, we we ain't going to be able to do it. Mm. So just be used by God. Stop trying to be God. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Do everything in wisdom, with wisdom, and with discernment. But always talk to God about it. So I just wanted to make sure, because impressions is very big when you talk about the church dice. You know it. We've all been in churches where Mm. me and you have felt uncomfortable, weren't welcome, and that didn't leave a lasting impression on us in a positive manner. Let's be very clear. We still talk about it today. I had to go to grief recovery for one for mine because I was grieving that. I I couldn't understand how somebody wouldn't allow for me to come in to a house that's supposed to be uh, uh, anointed and praised by God. Not man. Not by no pastor. Right. I'm trying to get a word. I'm yeah. trying to see if this is where I want to plant my family. Right, right, right. So, That's no, I just wanted to share that before we get out of here. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go to a break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is it. Yep, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And uh, I don't know. The thrill is gone, Dice. That's our time, huh? <laughs> I know, right? I mean, we hate to leave, but we'll be back tomorrow, you know, right back at it again. But today was a really, really good show. Uh, definitely uh, appreciate all you for tuning in and uh, just hearing uh, our thoughts uh, concerning impressions, you know. So if you have any uh, comments, any feedback, feel free to DM us and all that. Um, but we hope that you got something out of this. 
it's a great refresher and a reminder of how you show up when you walk into a room or you walk into a space. You know, just remembering you own other people's experience of you. That is your responsibility um, to kind of, you know, especially if you're a Christian, like we, we, we need to show up differently. We need to show up being the best version of ourselves, you know, so that we uh, can continue to be that light and draw people towards us. So this was a fun one for me. Yeah, it was very fun. Um, and I appreciate you sharing. Uh, listen, first impressions are, 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 are a huge thing. Mm. And I think a lot of times we play it, especially when you talk about from the business standpoint side, mm-hmm. you guys, uh, artists, uh, producers, you, you got to make sure everything is right. So mm-hmm. just know that those first impressions, um, they, they, they last a long time. You, you'd be surprised mm-hmm. you have a conversation with somebody today and five years later, 10 years later, um, somebody remembers uh, that first conversation, that first impression that they, you know, you you impressed on them. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's very very key. So make sure you don't treat people with love. And then that's the thing too as well. I, I hate to keep saying that, but we believe us. Yeah. Now you ain't you a non-believer and you listen to me. I get it. You in the process of uh, figuring out what you want to do. But for all my they, my, need, my, my, they need to be nice too. <laughs> well. You need to but make a good impression too. They, 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 they definitely should be. But here's the thing, Dice. We Go can't ahead. hold them accountable to that that's same true. standard that's because true. they don't believe in the Bible the way believe. we do. That's right. They, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not praying every day. They're not uh, being, you know, discipled. That's you know. Right. So that's yeah, right. the accountability is different for somebody yeah. who does not walk this walk. That's why. I, that's why I said um what I said you know a couple of days ago or yesterday. It might be a couple of days ago yeah. when we talked about Dwayne Wade and Gabriel Union. Yeah. Um, with them being believers, absolutely, yeah. I do believe they're believers. But yes, yeah, so right. talk about it from a biblical standpoint, not a feeling standpoint. Mm-hmm. We all got feelings. Yeah. I could feel like I want to go rob a bank tomorrow. Let's be very clear. Can't do I, it though. I, yeah, yeah. You know, I can go uh, feel like I want to move, uh, you know, 10 kilos of dope and really get some real money. You know can't what I'm saying? Can't you know, can't do it. <laughs> and it's in my spirit and I and, and I fight and wrestle with this. Anybody yeah. who knows me know I'm a street guy. So I do fight and wrestle yeah. with going to get quick money, money all yeah. the time. That's mm-hmm. one of my vices. Yeah. So you, you talking talking to somebody like, yeah, I can share my demons. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it takes God, my strength to submit to God, that's not right. to go bust their moves. Come on now. But my feelings want to do them. Let's be very clear. Feelings. <laughs> my feelings. Get you huh? caught up. Yeah, get you caught I need up. That, I need that 100000 right now, Dice. What you talking mm-hmm. about? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, LJ's mom, my husband's mom, is, uh, she's just awesome. Uh, shout out to you, Vanessa. But LJ told me one day, he said, my mom told me feelings come and feelings go. They do. So don't get stuck in your feelings, you know, and uh, that really stuck with me because I was like, you know, I I used to hold on to a feeling for, you know, for just to hold on to it, like, but let it go. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, no, that's good. I'm glad you share that story, too. It is only by the power of God that we do what we do, um, you know, being a Christian only, only because we couldn't do it in and of our own strength. So that's why we need our, our perfect savior. So, yeah. All right. Thirsting for the Lord Thursday. Y'all continue to thirst for the Lord to get better in Jesus. Absolutely. Shouts out to our brother uh, from Riverside, California, Young C. If you missed that uh, exclusive spiritual detox, either hit rewind or tap mm-hmm. in on holyculture.net tomorrow for the That's replay. Right. That's right. Uh, listen, he is a, I'm going to give it to him. He's a lyrical genius. Mm-hmm. Like this, th- this boy got bars on type of bars. Let's be mm-hmm. very clear. Uh, and, and, and I love the fact that he shared that. Listen, he turned on a major deal. Wow. The, man, the man had a deal on the table dice mm-hmm. uh could have could have easy signed it but said no nah, you know god was calling him to something different mm-hmm. um i love the fact that he said you know what i had to go and submit myself uh at a local church where he started to be discipled by mm-hmm. the elders and the pastors of the church mm-hmm. and then he knew he was in his purpose so wow. uh shouts out to uh young c um you know doing powerful things 
And um, that, that's the mission. Is so it, it's, it's off the hook, Dice. Yeah. Sometimes we want to do it. A lot of times we don't want to do it. Um, and I and I think, um, woo, we got we just got to get there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, Absolutely. we just got to get there. We'll get there. Yeah, listen, he got a new project out right now too, as well. This is for uh, this is for the weight uh, too. Uh, so mm-hmm. go check out Young C's new project. This is for the weight too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, that thing is fire. Um, heavy on the bars. Um, heavy eight oh eights. It's funny too, dice because he I, he kind of give you that ninety vibe, but he still also give you uh, that current vibe right yeah. now too. I'm like. Yeah. Do we want it? Want it? Do we want to be boom bap? You know, and right. go back to hit the ball? No, nah, then like, no, I'm a, I'm a little trap, but yeah. no, I'm a little West Coast. So he has so many different styles. So he's, listen, mm-hmm. shouts out to Young C. Um, go support him. Go stream them uh, his music right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to get out of here, Dice. But uh, don't get it twisted. You know what tomorrow is? The winning ten. Come on now, huh? Going down. You think down. that thing ain't gonna be off the hook? It always huh? is. We've been it on break. We, we've been on break, so y'all know we got tons of music Curate that we're going through time. right now. Know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. So you, yeah, you want to tap in for the winning 10 tomorrow because mm-hmm. you never know who's going to make the list. And uh, shouts out to every single artist every week. We, uh, we're we grateful. We get the opportunity to talk about your music. Yeah. Uh, your music is encouraging people. Your music mm-hmm. is inspiring people. So, again, yeah, listen, ours is not a countdown. So don't think, uh, you know, this is the best of uh, best uh, uh, from the fix. No, no. This is just 10 songs we pick that mm-hmm. we really feel can inspire you encourage you and we you know some of them we might think y'all sleepers maybe y'all know about these artists maybe y'all don't but we just want to continue to give you good quality music each yeah. and every friday so tap in with us tomorrow absolutely absolutely as always remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive mm-hmm. jesus christ is always the answer kingdom advancement should always be the goal the fix is in we out peace y'all Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations.